2: Also, my recommendation is that anyone attempting to leave the mountain should be shot on site.
0: Okay then, first things first. I have an important announcement. Dan, if you're listening to this, I only just found out that the prize you won was never sent. Some sort of mix-up between giving the details to the prize committee and then sending the action figure on. You never mentioned not getting it, so I never thought twice about it. I assume it's all gone through okay. I do have your address, so if you still want the Ronan figure, just drop me an email. gatecastpodcast at gmail.com to confirm your address is still valid, and we'll send it on. Sorry about the mix-up, Dan. Hope to talk to you soon.
3: Come try ya!
0: Hello and good evening, and welcome to Gatecast episode 171.
1: And from what I can see, Amanda, in the little preview window, Amanda in a very interesting tight leather jackety thing, which shows uh, off her upper chest quite well. Mike? Give me a pause, I will just tweet in what you asked me to tweet. Huh. Greetings, everybody. The
0: episode that should not have existed... Sorry, just talking to the cat. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> yes, we're having a lot of technical issues at the moment. I say we. By we, I mean Alan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: it is a bit. It seems that the uh, DVD player, the microphone, and Skype are all working okay now, so uh, we will get to record tonight. Yes, sorry, I'm being purred at. Aggressively purred at.
1: Well, if I ignore her and don't pet her, she just out walking off the keyboard, and that tends to lead to random either skip forwards or pauses.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can't have that.
1: No. Otherwise, things might get catty. Right, let me get the line lined up. Oh, no line. Wonderful. No line. It refused to display a line. I clicked on episode selection. Then I clicked on end game. Then I clicked on one. Ah, oh, there's a line. Good kitty. Sit. Stay. Typical buddy cat doesn't do what it's told. <laughs> or pretends to do what it's told, and then doesn't. Also, in a possible bow to those who wanted a... More Irish language. <laughs> because I'm now running Windows 7 on this temporarily due to the technical issues, the entire VLC menu bar has gone into the Irish language, and I don't speak it that well. So I have no idea what the hell is up there. So if I'm a little confused as what's being said, it's because I can't figure out the Irish word for subtitles. Surely going to be in the same place as it always is. I can't remember where it is. I haven't used no. VLC in a while, because if you remember, there were audio issues with VLC. On oh, the well, Linux. yeah. So I'd switch to a different player. Oh,
0: yeah, that's the main reason why I'm still using uh, VLC from about two years ago.
1: Hidal, Uskull Comet, Discomer, Rean 1, English. There we go. Hey, I know what subtitles is in Irish now. I bought, did you buy, uh, by the way, Miss Pax's uh, first book?
0: I've got the first three in the Backworld series and couple of the short stories. Well,
1: as I said to her on Facebook chat yesterday, free! My favourite price. The first book is free, so I'll buy it and I'll read it and I'll decide if I want more. Advert take one.
2: See, that's
0: my little (laughs) clackable.
2: Director Clark.
0: Can I just ask, where's my
1: motivation coming from for this advert?
0: (laughs) The fist that's shaking at you right now. (laughs)
1: Advert take two. Hello, I'm Mike. I'm Cena.
3: And I'm Dave. Shit. <laughs> Oops. Daddy doesn't say that any Okay, let's so, start
4: again.
1: Advert take three. Hello, I'm Mike. I'm Cena. I'm still laughing. <laughs> Alright,
3: let's let's start again.
1: Hello, I'm Mike.
2: I'm Cena.
3: And I'm Dave. We're from the holodeck.
2: We're a show that explores the Star Trek universe through comics, animation, and interviewing those who make it all possible.
1: Listen to us every Saturday on Stitcher, iTunes, and at the Trekmate Family Network at trekmatefamily.com. Wait, guys, do you think they bought it?
3: I don't think they're going to believe that we have a chick that likes comic books. These people are just going to think we're a cooking show.
2: Oh, shut up, Dave.
0: That was a promo for The Holodeck, part of the TrekMate family of podcasts. It's a show I've recently started to listen to, as I've made more use of my iPad for reading comics and graphic novels. Star Trek has a long history in that media, and it's still going strong, with once again a prequel story being told for the upcoming theatrical feature. If you have any interest in Star Trek or comics, The Holodeck is worth a visit, and also have a look at the other podcasts from TrekMate. There's something for every fan of Star Trek.
1: I'm also firmly addicted to Mass Effect. Yeah. I quite casually tossed away four or five hours on the thing yesterday. Is it cowardly for me to... What I should probably do is drive up to the uh, Geth outpost, pop my squad out of the vehicle, and sneak up and attack them on foot. But what I tend to do is stay in the vehicle and use mass driver and machine guns instead. Whatever's more convenient. Well, I don't get as much XP for it. Oh, right. But, uh, frankly, it's better. Because I stay alive. I'm at the point in the mission where I had to go into a building... And I, I got attacked by a lot of things. I actually strategized. I backed up so that there was only a narrow corridor between me and them. I know there's only one entrance, So they can only come at me two or three at a time. it actually take most of them out. I was thinking, yeah, you're doing well. And then two large sort of uh, battle droids came along and whacked me in about five seconds. Once I get them attacking me, lay it out the door, hop back into the uh, vehicle, back up, and then just keep shooting at the doorway as they come out. Well, in this,
0: we're uh, Sean on GWT. I had that gravity well or something. Eventually.
1: Eventually, yeah. Hell, I barely got made a Spectre and got given the Pandora. I mean, the Gravity Well. I think, were in Mass Effect 2 or 3. I still have to play all the way through the first game, all the way through the second game, all the DLC for the second game, and finally get the third game. <laughs> You've never played Mass Effect, have you? Uh, Yeah. Oh, well, you have?
0: Well, I bought it because they were going mad about it on GWC, and yeah. my major problem was that, the game engine, you know, moving your character around seemed awfully poor compared to games I was playing years before.
1: I admit, the interface and combat is a bit funky. Yeah.
3: Come try it
1: I word in the rear speakers, which severely disgruntled the cat. <laughs> because uh, I put one of them on top of the corner cabinet, and I've seen Cindy leaping up onto the cabinet a couple of times and trying to lie down with the speaker in the way, she approaches you from two or three different angles, the speaker's too heavy for her to move. So she eventually gives up and hops back down and sits on the cushion with a disgruntled expression on her face. <laughs> I have to say, in Grand Theft Horsey, with the subwoofer in and the rear speakers and the three front, I, find, I mean, it's the first time since I moved here, I actually have the full thing wired in. Cindy's also not impressed with the new amp because it's a lot more energy efficient and doesn't put out anywhere near as much heat as the old lamp did, so she can't plonk herself on top of it.
0: That's good all the electronics I've got you know I don't mind upgrading a TV or mm-hmm. a DVD player Blu-ray player anything like that I will not replace that and that's working <laughs> we watched
1: on Sunday Iron Sky oh yeah <laughs> you like it uh, it was fun but I know Jeffrey R detests steampunk so I advise him to avoid it because dear god is that movie steampunk
0: <laughs> I loved it when Nazi scientists got that was it a phone or a, a tablet it comes up with what USB stands for
1: oh yes <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> a lot of uh, it was apparently my friend Paul C says it was crowdsourced uh, it cost about 7 million for a start well, Paul's not wrong about this, it? maybe it was partially crowdsourced
0: until they got a studio behind it the uh, earlier one they did the uh, Babylon 5 Star Trek one I think that was partially funded but that was uh, years before Kickstarter appeared hmm. that's a good movie though that is and, you know you, you look at all the special effects which are stunning they still look good now that was in Norwegian wasn't it yeah still bought it still worth it <laughs> Where else are you going to see uh, star is going against...
1: Galaxy-class starships.
0: <laughs> we have a few Stargate-related birthdays this week, starting with James McDaniel, who celebrates on the 25th. James played General Francis Maynard in two episodes of SG-1 and made his name appearing in 160 episodes of NYPD Blue. On the 27th, Richard D. Clerk has a birthday. He was in two SG-1 episodes... First as Joe in One False Step, and then Dominic in Rite of Passage. Richard has also guest starred on Andromeda, Sanctuary and Supernatural. On the 28th, Darcy Laurie was born. He was Eamon Dunning in 9 episodes of Stargate Universe, as well as being in 2 episodes of SG-1. He was also in Battlestar Galactic of 5 episodes, and has guest starred on V, Psych, and was a lead character on in Intelligence. Finally on the 29th, a star of Star Trek TNG, the one and only Marina Sirtis, will be celebrating. She played Dr. Svetlana Markov in the SD1 episode Watergate and made 176 appearances on TNG, as well as taking that character onto Enterprise, Voyager and, of course, the movies. Right then, let's get back to this week's episode, Endgame. Okay, then, let's get the show on the road. Alan, would you do the countdown?
1: A three, a do, a hen, slicky. Fade from line, fade in on. Oh yeah, he subtitles work.
0: I really like these uh, lengthy warnings Alan gives me.
4: Sorry. Am I supposed to hold my breath? The poison is only deadly to symbiotes. There's enough material
1: in that vial to kill every Tok'ra on this base twice over.
0: Oh, symbiote poison. Yeah. So we know what this episode is going to be about. Ooh, oh, ah. Osiris. Oh. Ah. <laughs> Poor old Coulson. We haven't seen him since. He's happily off-planet doing his uh, research. Or oh, so they told us.
1: Meaning they couldn't get him as a guest star again.
0: Probably. <laughs> we know it's the language of the ancients when you translated it into gold. So either you give us what we want.
1: Yes, I will kill her with her pointy chest. Right then. Or I will kill her.
0: And Cheyenne Mountain. Night time. And here we go.
1: And there's Walter sitting there in his own scribbling own no, book. His own, yes. The night shift. Well,
0: with- Sergeant McKenzie, played by Scott Owen.
2: Hmm. What's going on?
4: Not much.
0: One of those cheerful types. Uh, they're so irritating in the morning. You're working on the night shift, and you listen to your podcast, you don't want people in- interrupting you.
2: Hey, just because it's 3am here it doesn't mean it's
1: not daylight on other planets. Serious Walter. Ooh. <laughs> Lean forward intently. There could be a team coming in hot any second.
0: He's right, there yes. could be. But my guess is most of the action doesn't take place on the night shift. It's like at the bridge of the Enterprise.
2: So, coffee? Yeah.
1: <laughs> coffee. Oh, dear. Let me ask you something.
4: It's late at night and there's not that many people around. Do you ever get the urge just to dial up the gate and check out another planet just for a few minutes?
1: Oh, that's not a question to ask a dedicated... Look at the disgusted look he's giving me. <laughs> <laughs> no.
4: What
0: the hell? A very disapproving look.
1: That was an Asgard beam And things are flashing as offline
0: Yes, that's not good at all <laughs> Don't look behind you little ignorance
1: Oh, that's a classic Walter expression <laughs> <laughs> I just told you, so why didn't they do something? They're, they're, look, they're looking up the controller That's his fault <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's the senior warrant officer He ranks yeah. us,
0: therefore he's to blame You're the technicians, we're the grunts
1: <laughs> <laughs> we are going to get in trouble for this <laughs> That's a—is that a stupid question? Look, it
0: is indeed. And credit. Uh, they're in trouble now. Right then, end game, season eight, episode ten of Star SG One. Uh, sorry, Alan, this is episode one hundred and seventy-one.
1: Oh well,
0: don't worry. Even I put one hundred and seventy <laughs> in the tweet.
1: <laughs> Yay! It's catchy. It Mike got something wrong.
0: <laughs> All right then, written by Joseph Malozzi and Paul Molly Yay! Directed by Peter DeLuise, Ooh. who also did the feature commentary with uh, Dan Che The episode had its premiere in the US, September the seventeenth, two thousand and four. In the UK, December the seventh. Australia, December the twenty-third, and the Canadians got it April the sixth, two thousand and five. Yeah. A number of shows shared uh, episode titles: Alias, Voyager, mm-hmm. Xena, NCIS, Babylon Five, Law and Order. The unit, unforgettable,
1: and the cape. And fade in on stock footage in the sun. Uh, oh, part of that video. Why are they being interrogated by Daniel? No,
0: sir. Why not? <laughs> this actual scene wasn't on the script to begin with, it mm. was more kind of uh, on the spur of the moment.
4: Okay. Are we going to be fishing any kind of disciplinary action? There's <laughs> always so
1: something to be done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Subtle so, to... in your relief, I can say. My God. I think
4: there wasn't. Yeah, well, one minute we were getting coffee, the
1: next minute they.
0: Game... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You were getting coffee? Oh, dear. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn you,
4: you've opened your big mouth. You're meant to have failure. This is a joke, I'm sorry. Okay. That's
0: all. Thank you guys. I
4: appreciate that. Okay.
0: If I was a. Uh... Gary Jones. I'm looking at this, and thinking, "This is your first time on the show, and you've had more lines than I had in the first year."
2: <laughs> well, I'd hate to be the guy that has to explain this to the president. Oh, Daniel!
0: <laughs> Poor Jack. Says a lot without That's any words. That's a O.D.A. style of acting.
1: Yeah, just glare. Uh huh. The flash.
3: The gate disappeared at 0307. There were two airmen in the gate room and two technicians in the control room, but none of them saw or heard anything out of the ordinary prior to the flash.
1: But prior to it, that's a clearly an Asgard beam out.
2: Is it just me or does that look like an Asgard
1: beam? They even you don't think so.
3: Which makes no sense, why would they take our gate?
1: Yeah, it's the trust.
4: Usually they ask nicely before they ignore us and do whatever they damn well please.
0: <laughs> oh, sarcasm Jack? And it's a good job he likes the Asgard. Yeah. Hate to imagine what he'd say
4: otherwise.
3: <laughs> adjustments to the new engines. There is another possibility. We know that Anubis possessed Asgard beam technology. We also know that Bal took over much of his fleet.
2: You think Bal stole our gate?
0: Yes. I, ah, you know, well Thank you, to... you, Jonas.
2: Well, I need some answers.
3: That's not going to be easy, sir. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> a gate, no He's a
0: sneaky
4: bugger. Hmm. Oh dear.
3: We have no way of knowing what's going on out there.
4: You'll think of something. In the meantime, I have a phone call to make.
0: Yeah, that line that Jack just had, and he answers. Mm-hmm. He was repeatedly told by Peter he used to, to, used to stop saying damn it afterwards, because <laughs> he felt that's what all sci-fi generals would be saying.
3: When he can't contact us, he'll follow protocol and head to the Alpha Site.
1: Right, and how do you get back from the Alpha Site?
0: Ooh, nice ring planet.
1: Hmm. Oh, for side.
0: Might be giving the game away, leaving a, a fighter just sitting on the tarmac.
1: Possibly. Oh,
0: he's
1: not bald or OCD enough to be mo
0: Well, it, it's very much a habit-like uh, outfit, isn't it? Yes, but you, you know, know the reference I was making. Yes.
1: We've been out of contact with Earth for
2: seven hours now. We can establish a wormhole, but all we get is a do-not-proceed response to IDC, As was the case when I took it to return for my mission. We've had lockdowns before, but the fact that they're not responding to any of our radio calls has me concerned. Right now, we have no idea what's happening at Stargate Command.
0: Colonel Pierce, uh, played by Rob Lee. We've seen him before. He's been in SG-1 six times. Also been in the 4400, first wave in Andromeda. not easy being in command of the Alpha Base. Things tend to happen. We're not jumping to conclusions.
2: This may be just a malfunction. But it's also possible Earth has been compromised.
1: Indeed. Yes, of course it might... Oh, dear. Fear the worst. We could be the only humans left alive. Why he got a staff weapon? Or did he have to surrender it before he came in to CIC? Uh, probably.
3: <laughs> I've been going over gate room security tapes and the sensor logs. For two days before the gate disappeared, we were getting this anomalous reading. We assumed it was residual feedback from a recent overhaul of the superconductors, but... I don't think so. Look at this.
1: Have you found the gate? <laughs> yeah, you see, that if I wrote the episode... uh The next one after, yes, I have, would have been, was it the gauge?
0: (laughs) I found a pen that I lost yesterday. I don't
2: know,
1: but
3: I checked the time code, and this corresponds with the exact moment that the sensors began recording the anomaly.
0: That's one of the problems of having only partial technology. You've got the beaming technology, but you haven't got the sensors to actually pinpoint targets.
1: Yeah, that's what he was putting on. I think we need to talk to this guy.
0: Yes, we've got your own film.
1: Hmm.
0: Superb resolution security cameras.
1: Hello, pussycat.
0: Yeah, I'm being mm-hmm. approached by the other pussycat. they the and you've got mm-hmm. access to the SGC.
1: You've got access to yeah. the gay? Yeah,
4: not bad, is it? <laughs> this is starting to sound familiar. You think it's a trust?
3: Well, they've been busy lately. They had Tilk under surveillance, they blackmailed you, and they tried to kill Alec Coulson. Obviously, the operation is a lot bigger than we first thought. Now, as far as we know, the NID has been clean for over a year. But there are still dozens of ex-agents who are unaccounted for.
0: And yes, yes. Been they have been Let's them like <laughs> a bug. Well, they keep trying, but damn them, they keep escaping at the last second. They've got a beam. Hmm.
3: If they could take the gate any time they wanted, they would have. But that doesn't explain what Hartkins was doing or the anomalous signal. Got a theory? Of
0: course she has. Silly boy.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Which means that we can't pinpoint specific targets unless they've been tagged in advance. What if whoever did this has the same problem?
2: You think the anomaly was a locator beacon?
3: Yeah, which Hartkins placed directly on the gate.
1: Uh, Hatkins.
3: There's no other way they could pull this off.
0: So my stamp collection is safe. Get that. what about your <laughs> Simpsons collection?
3: Well, if they want to keep using the beam, they'll have to keep using the beacons. Indeed. We could request NSA satellite time to see if we could detect the signal.
1: Isn't she clever? Of course she is. That's why we love her. <laughs> <laughs> request? We could instruct the NSA. There's no request here. <laughs> We've got spaceships. Oh, dear. Busy. Oh, that
0: doesn't look good. Huh interesting mixture of uh, human and Jaffa weapons hmm. did we give them them when they walked out on us or did they take them possibly oh Mazel you sound like he's familiar oh yes we've met him before he was the leader of the Jafar when uh, they had that little fallout with the Tok'ra at the, the previous alpha site I will show you the other bodies I created <laughs> yes you're the last one alive it looks a bit suspicious hmm. I will show you
1: and that guy moved slightly never <laughs> This isn't exactly Seoul in what looks like a university or residential area. Would you argue with them? (laughs) Get off my lawn. So this is a special reinforced truck because an average 45 caliber weapon will go through that like paper.
0: Well the benefit of course is the bad guys would have to leave the safety of their warehouse to shoot.
1: You're about to give me details of the location? I don't particularly know uh, the street name. Oh you usually do. Guess they weren't as forthcoming.
0: I used to watch SWAT as a kid. None of them looked like that. A little charge of C4 to blow the bloody doors off. Ooh, flashbangs. Now why exactly is Sam in jeans and a sweater? I used to watch SWAT as a kid. None of them looked
1: like that. Blue, glowy stuff. Daniel, these are VX rockets. Yeah, what's this? Methylplasconytheoic
3: acid. Which is? Nerve
1: gas. Okay, putting that back. <laughs> How <laughs> the hell back. can she tell the that? She's good.
3: She's
0: not that good. In that a nuclear sign? There
1: is nothing Amanda is not capable of. Good. Oh, good. So much for Oh, uh, well, That was definitely a shoot for dear. <laughs> well, if that is nerve agent, they're in trouble. Yep. Oh, they're in trouble. This
0: warehouse was actually where they shot the series The Net. Also, Dan Shea's daughter, when she made a commercial, that was shot here as well. I believe it was a, an existing warehouse before
1: it was converted. Mm-hmm. We should all be dead. Why are you upset? Nothing's happening. This doesn't make sense. The, the
3: effects are almost instantaneous. We should all be dead.
1: We should all be dead. <laughs> you should be grateful.
0: <laughs> you can worry about what it actually is later. Oh dear. We're just two guys walking along in the woods, enjoying the countryside, fresh air, bird song, hand in hand. You see, it's not been a good day to be a Jafar.
1: That must have taken a while to set up. Where's that?
0: Well, as you'd expect, a load of camera trickery, you know, twenty or so extras filmed in one location, then moved to another. CGI to put in the tents in the background.
1: Still wild as hell up.
0: And, of course, all the green grass removed to make it look like it was just mud.
1: Hmm.
3: We managed to identify the liquid we found in the warehouse. Baby sham. It's symbio poison. Same thing. Specifically the new formula we were working on in conjunction with the Tok'ra. It's more stable than
0: <laughs> yes, the you not, don't want to fiddle and... with that yeah, now, nah, do, do you? He's wiping out his <laughs> fingers.
2: And the Jafar.
3: Exactly. Which is why we agreed not to use it, except in defensive situations. Sir, the people behind this have the gate, and they have rockets capable of delivering the poison in aerosol form over large areas. I think the Trust intends to launch a full-scale chemical attack against the Gua'uld, without any regard for the millions of Jaffa lives that could be lost in the process.
4: So they didn't get the memo. <laughs> Damn them.
0: <laughs> the in the warehouse well, how kill, kill of him. <laughs> It's good that we keep getting these little hints to keep the story going.
4: It's an Area 51 identification badge.
0: You know, this isn't really what I, what I expect Area 51 to look like. For a start, there's trees. Yeah. I've got the feeling it's not
1: in the middle of the desert. Well, you know wasteful the Americans are of resources.
3: Dr. Brixdale. I believe you've been briefed on our situation. Yes, I have. Well, as a result of our investigation, we have reason to believe that your security has been compromised.
4: With all due respect, Colonel, we're not the ones who lost the stardate. But alien technology has gone missing from Area 51 before. Yes, however, our security measures have been significantly increased since then. No one's allowed to bring anything in or out. No computers, no cell phones, not even their street clothes, as you've seen. All personnel are subject to a
1: thorough search and scan
4: every time they leave.
1: Oh, meow.
0: (laughs) Martin up, man. Look at him. For a scientist, he looks a scruffy sod.
1: Scientists tend to be Speaking of experience, scientists tend to be scruffy sods because their mind is focused on things other than appearance. Einstein didn't have that problem, did he? He wore black all the time. Mm. Granted, his hair was a little wayward.
0: Well, if you don't mind, uh, we'd like to see it. This is Dr. Brickdale, played by Jonathan Holmes. He's been in uh, Eureka, Mm. once upon a time, Psych, 4400, Cult.
1: Oh, American Netflix has six seasons of Psych, but I assume you're current.
0: Yes, Season 7 just kicked off last week.
2: I knew the toker had lost patience with the Alliance, but I never thought they'd do anything like this.
1: Grumble,
2: I've received word from our Jafar brothers. Three more Goa'uld planets have been attacked. Millions are dead.
0: I might not have told Tilk, or at least I told him mm. when there's a doorway between us or something. How many of them, though, are good Jafar, and how many are bad Jafar? The only good Jafar is a dead Jafar. There are, indeed, people who would consider that, the uh, trust, for a start. You see? Right
4: where we left it.
3: Sorry if I'm a little sceptical, but uh, we've been down this road
1: before.
0: Good job that draw wasn't higher; or he wouldn't be able to see into it.
1: can you with the PSP? It's real.
4: Like I said. We figured if the Sarit's ship was still up there, we could use the wrist device to get on board. Unfortunately, it's not only key to the presence of Naquadur in the blood of the user, but also specific Goal of DNA.
0: I suppose it's testing for Naquadur.
1: Hmm. Or, you know, the late Sony download. <laughs> it looks like a PSP.
0: That's it. If you want to scan for gold technology, you can just get the app. Hmm.
2: The Tok'ra will be made to pay for this treachery.
0: It's nice to know that over the years, Mazella's has mellowed.
2: <laughs>
0: Calm down, young man.
2: The Jafar are being murdered poison like vermin. The Tok'ra have had this chemical weapon for a long time. Why would they suddenly decide to use it now? Perhaps the failure of the Alliance convinced them that there is no other way.
0: <laughs> so, so have we.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a coincidence that this happened immediately after we lost contact with Earth. Hmm
0: yes that is that is rather worrying. Kinda of derailed a bit there. Wondering.
2: We must speak to the Tok'ra directly. It's not so easy. Ever since they left the Alpha site, we haven't had much intelligence on their movements. We have no idea where the new base is. We still know the location of some of their operatives. I believe our best chance for contact is P3S 114. A Tokra operative named Zaren is undercover commanding one of Ball's garrisons on that world. I will come with you.
1: Why aren't Jafar using, uh, pilot designations?
0: Uh, it's probably just Tilku uses it. Mm. Or perhaps they made a, a database and they shared it with the Tokra and the, uh, mm. the Jafar so they could all coordinate.
2: What? only by being captured will we be brought before the commander that's how you're going to make contact we must speak to the Tok'ra there is no other way it's too risky you walk in there unannounced and Zarin could have you sacrificed just to maintain her cover there is a great possibility you realize the second you walk through that gate you're on your own understood
1: <laughs>
0: a bit risky yeah but let's face it, how many times has tilt been captured? Hmm. It's probably fortunate that, you know, the minions don't take it into themselves to kill uh, traitors.
1: Yeah. Tilk does not care. Not really at all. Where did the phrase strong-like bear originate? The what? Strong-like bear. I'm not sure if it's a hammock or a cartoon. Never heard of it. Usually in uppercase. case.
0: Must be English. He's driving a small little mm. English convertible. Oh, so it's the big emergency.
1: I can't
4: do this anymore. You've already taken the money, Doctor. A little late for cold feet. You don't understand. They came to see me. They asked me about the wrist device. Who? Two people from Stargate Command.
0: And you arranged a meeting with me. <laughs> Who? <laughs> I <didn't> watch television. Follow.
1: <laughs> That's a seriously high rate of fire on that thing. It is. How big is his magazine? <laughs> And zero recoil. This just how a little one casually blew a metal door apart. <laughs> okay, this is your chance, lad. Another wearer. Uh, go for it. He's very much going for the um, Tupac approach, isn't he? And it's not just the bald and the ears. <laughs> it's truth. <laughs> he doesn't seem at all panic. Completely calm in the face of. seen
0: jigsaws that don't cut through wood <laughs> quickly and efficiently as <laughs> when they shot it Paul Mully you know one of the writers actually said we're not going to write this sequence just do it on the day let the stuntman and the actor work it all out
1: now is that the actor or a stunt person that's a stunt person yes yeah. <laughs> he hops <laughs> down it. and then the actor comes up from behind <laughs> they don't even need to cut away
0: shiny Amanda oh I wonder if you could earth a that blast hmm. some way Wait for backup, Sam. Wait for backup.
4: Oops. Brooks. Go ahead. We've got a small problem here. Take a locator beacon and get down to Hoskins' last position. What
1: happened? We've got an uninvited guest. You know, that's an oxymoron. Uninvited guest? Yes.
0: Oh, a traditional pyramid. Mm-hmm.
1: With flames and everything.
0: Ah, Brandy. Now that's a dress.
1: What is it with Tokra and cleavage? Or is it just Mizello and Molly and cleavage?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they promised the costume department that they would get an actress who would fill out this costume.
1: <laughs> Brandy Ledford,
0: she appeared in one episode of Stargate stu one and also an episode of Stargate Atlantis. She was uh, Doyle in Andromeda, also in Whistler, Baywatch in Smallville.
1: Baywatch, imagine
0: that. And the Penthouse Pet of the Year in 1992. 1992? And well worth it, even if I say so myself.
1: You speak from experience? I've seen the pictures. So you do speak from experience? You have my Gmail. (laughs) You've
0: got Google. Turn the
1: safe search off, you'll be fine. The safe search is permanently off. (laughs) I download a little mini app which turns it off by default.
3: I'm going to ask you again...
2: Where is Colonel Carter? I don't know!
0: Is this guy really afraid of Daniel? Seriously. Is anyone afraid of Daniel? He's a
1: pussycat. He can make
0: some uh, telling arguments, but that's about it.
1: I mean, I don't know if you spotted that cat picture I posted on my timeline today. No. It's basically an adorable little kitten with the caption, Roar, I am fierce. (laughs) So that's Daniel. I
2: can't... Decorated officer in of the United States Air Force and a member of one of our government's most top secret organizations is missing, and you're implicated. I don't think you're gonna just walk away from this.
4: They'll kill me. We
2: can protect you. <laughs> Ooh, dear. And we can also choose to ignore your two million dollar Cayman Island account. Ooh.
0: Bing.
1: <laughs> okay. mm mm-hmm.
2: Didn't think we'd find out about that, huh?
1: And I can find out everything. She's the Lewis Litt of Stargate Command when it comes to finances. <laughs> so
4: if I help you, I can keep the money? If you
1: come to an arrangement. <laughs> so you're <laughs> definitely guilty then. <laughs>
2: you
1: look fat and heavy in that armour and the heat. I can't imagine he's too comfortable.
0: Gaze upon her magnificence. Now if only Vanessa Angel had an outfit like that. That's it, come on, put the boot in a bit. What sort of Jaffa are you? That's it. <laughs> Prisoners. Yeah, she wants a bit of privacy,
1: so oh, she can. <laughs> now she's going to be pissed off with them. Just <laughs> <was> a bit.
2: <laughs> I intend to question them myself. Leave us now.
0: Mara, I don't think this room is soundproofed. <laughs> this room is actually uh, half of the cargo ship set. <laughs> Behind that curtain is the cockpit.
2: Hmm. Are you mad? What are you doing here? I must speak with you. Speak with me. Do you not realize that by coming here you have placed all our lives in danger? Are you not in control of this garrison? I am, and as such, it is my responsibility to see to it that you are tortured for information until such time that Ball arrives to witness your execution.
1: That could be awkward. Just a bit. Is he twirling a wedding ring?
0: No, he's just rubbing this bomb.
1: Mhm.
0: So As we say, he's been playing a part. He is definitely not the mild-mannered scientist.
4: You said Colonel Carter was missing. Mm-hmm. Well, she's probably on the
2: ship. On ship. So you did manage to get on board.
4: About a year ago, some men came to see me.
0: Oopsie. that's a story that could have gone a totally different direction. Yep.
4: They knew there was a possibility that a cloaked ship had been left in orbit and they wanted it badly. I told them that the key was the wrist device. But I couldn't get it out of there, at least not through the front door. What do you mean? One day I was in the lab working on the adapter. The next thing I know I found myself on the ship. I had remotely activated the transport beam.
2: Which you failed to report.
1: Oh. No, how'd you know?
0: Convenient that nobody else was in the lab. Sure, they don't all work by themselves when they're using uh,
4: that level of technology. Mm-hmm. Anyway, after that, I went back and forth half a dozen times. But at the end of the day, the wrist device was always back where it belonged. And you beamed the others up using locator beacons. Well, the beam was the only thing that worked without the command codes.
0: Yes, yeah, you should have told your superiors. You may have got a commendation. Mm-hmm. Not quite the same as $2 million in a Cayman account, but still.
4: Osiris worked for Anubis, and Anubis had all his command codes translated into Ancient. And once they had full control of the ship, thanks to you, they had no need for me. They kept a permanent presence up there 24-7, worked in shifts. I went back to Area 51 and sabotaged the adapter. Project was shelved and no one was the wiser.
0: (laughs) Yes. Everything that happened in Infinity now uh, becomes clear. Absolutely. Yep. That's actually quite clever, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to say, I like the Windows Skype interface. There's a little mini window at the top right hand corner with your name, your icon, and how long the calls bring on. Yep. Launch window in three
4: minutes. Ready for
1: upgrade. God. <laughs> for her hair look. <laughs> you yeah, know, she must have ran out of Amanda tapping super El Moose sometime in season four. So, must have done. Brooks again, played by Benita Ha.
0: Mm
4: hmm. Welcome aboard. Where are we? We're in a polar orbit. Around the moon. Cloaked, of course.
3: This is the ship Osiris left behind.
4: We really have to thank you. If you hadn't caught her, we never would have had this opportunity.
3: You know they're gonna come after you.
4: Prometheus is undergoing a refit.
3: They still have sublight engines. Once they realize you're in a ship, they'll launch. And even with a cloak, you're giving off an energy signature.
2: We're operating at minimal power. Maybe after a year of intensive scans, they might be able to find us. But this won't take that long.
3: You're going to launch a chemical attack against the Gaul?
2: We already have. We're starting with Ball's territory, since he is the most immediate threat right now.
3: You realize you're killing millions of innocent Jaffa.
2: Spare me, Colonel. The
4: Jaffa are a race of warriors, bred specifically to serve the Gaul and enslave humans throughout the galaxy.
3: They're indoctrinated from childhood. Believe that the gold are their gods. They don't have a choice.
0: So they're just following orders, right? Peter Bryant is playing Hoskins. Lucas Wolf is but playing Jennings. Who's on the NEC monitor? The, uh-huh. the prop so department made sure. all these missiles from scratch. Ooh, ooh, cool. clever, isn't it? Yeah.
4: Earth faces an imminent threat, and we have a weapon that can eliminate that threat. We intend to use it.
1: I think these guys are a little arrogant. I think these
0: guys have uh, know everything about this ship. So far, they're doing quite well for themselves, aren't they? They've got a ship, they've stole the gate, they've killed millions of Jafar already. Mm-hmm. Innocent Jafar. And even without trying, they've kidnapped a colonel in the US military who's running around in pleather. Yeah, I
2: like a man down pleather. You force me to choose between abandoning my mission and allowing you to die. I would worry more about my own life if I were you, Tok'ra.
1: M- 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 M-
0: now, isn't a Tok'ra reasonably strong?
1: Hmm? Yeah, but look at the arms on that. Oh, I mean, my arms are not that size. Seriously. This is so Even
0: Tilt feels slightly intimidated.
1: <laughs> it's got biceps the size of my upper leg. <laughs> and my upper legs aren't small. It's difficult to get in Why
2: are you here? We know about the attacks. What, what attacks? The Tok'ra have been using a symbiote poison against the Goa'ul's. Jafar three worlds have been annihilated thus far. Impossible. We have seen it with our own eyes. An entire Jafar army lying dead on the ground with no wounds, no signs of battle. How do you explain this? I cannot. But I can assure you that the Tok'ra are not responsible. If these attacks
1: had been planned, I would have been informed. Yeah, is gonna believe that.
0: That's a problem. The, the Jafar have no reference for even considering that it's humans and subsets mm-hmm. subset of humans. Initiating launch
4: sequence.
3: You can't do this. It's murder.
0: Come Pretty on. Seriously, yeah. they're not really that bothered, Sam. Launching in three, two, one. I really wouldn't feel safe standing that close to a missile firing through the game. Mm.
1: They're on P3S-114, aren't they? Yes. And of course, Teok would survive this attack because he doesn't have a symbiote. He would, yes. Oh. And they're waiting for a further attack, but it's just going to explode in air.
0: This is assuming that the natives are close to the gate. I mean, what sort of range has this chemical weapon got? Hmm.
2: My lord, we are under attack. How? A weapon was fired through the gate. It exploded over the sea. <sighs> lord Zarin.
0: Now, Peter DeLuise coached Brandy in this death sequence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He referred to it as the Shatner death sequence.
2: Brothers, we must leave immediately.
1: Bye bye.
0: Oh, that spirit. Let's stick around. You are not going anywhere,
1: Shota. You do not understand. There they go. Yeah, right in the pouch.
0: Mazelle. So, there may still be time. Mazelle, Who's hanging on?
1: Mm-hmm. Strong. Bye bye. I
2: die free.
1: Nice. Well, hang on, I mean, like, is it that the symbiote releases poison as it dies? Yeah, indeed.
0: Hmm. It kills the symbiote, but because the symbiote's wrapped right round the spinal cord and into the brain, if that goes, it takes the. Well,
1: it's not in the Jafar. Huh? It's in a wee pouch. Oh, no, it's just a vicious little bugger who decided I'm dying for taking you with me.
0: Well, perhaps the neurotoxin kills the symbiote, and by extension, there's enough of the symbiote's DNA. Genetic material in the host's body to automatically kills the host as well. That's why both symbiote and Ghoul will die. Sensor grid
3: R fourteen shows no anomalies, sir. Very
0: right, well, proceed to the next grid.
3: Yes, sir.
0: She's out there somewhere. Colonel Pendergrass, played by Barclay Hope, seen him before. Ended up being in six episodes of uh, sg one, Annual means business. Make it work. Hmm. Quickly.
1: Definitely not mild mannered.
0: And after you've made it work, Targeted take him out the back and get rid of him.
3: P5R
4: 357. Let's do it.
3: I wouldn't bother. Ball abandoned that planet six months ago when the Nequitamines mines went dry.
0: <laughs> or did he? He's hmm. lying.
3: Go ahead. Waste another rocket. That's one less planet you'll be able to destroy. She does
4: have more up to date intelligence.
1: Mm, yeah, yes, she does.
4: She's bluffing. You can make this a lot less painful if you help us select optimum targets.
0: <laughs> decisions, decisions.
4: You know as much about the current tactical and strategic positions of the different system lords as anyone on Earth.
3: I don't know as much as you think.
4: You know enough to help us get maximum effect with minimum collateral damage. You're the one who wants to save innocent lives. That's a good point, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. If
0: we fire this planet, we'll only kill a million innocents. So That one, two million.
4: Are we going for P5R357 or not?
0: Ooh, dear. Yeah, is that good or bad? Come on, Sam.
4: Go to the next one on the list.
0: Hmm. Oh, he's bought it. Good boy. So, you think she's bluffing or not? Plus, what's the next one? Hmm. Why is he sitting there? Well, somebody's got to sit there. They're getting paid after all. Yes, Richard Dean Anderson was a little gassy during Mm -hmm. this filming sequence. It was referred to as a room-clearer.
1: Hmm. Ah, like my friend's dad, who only let one field. off. The comment code said code that code one should come with a government, government health warning.
0: <laughs> the scientist in the background, in the white lab coat, is Robert Vogel. He's a German mm. journalist who came over to do some interviews and got on camera.
4: Hmm. Daniel, just because I don't have a better idea is no reason to do anything. Look,
2: once I shut down the cloak, Prometheus will be able to pinpoint the ship's location. Then all I have to do is disable the hyperdrive and wait for the cavalry. they
4: will never see it coming. Which is one of the advantages of a totally insane
2: idea. Yeah, where'd I learn that from?
1: <laughs> okay. Ah, good old Dan.
0: You don't seem right, even unless he's carrying his wrench.
1: Oh, well, this is the gold version of a wrench. <laughs> Where's he going? <laughs> back. Is that Vogel in the background?
0: Yeah, that's him.
2: You
0: hmm. he's gone somewhere yes no one's about again it's amazing isn't it? how convenient sometimes the story works out
1: mm-hmm. he's going to get started any second it's a very <laughs> large product placement for SG1 isn't
0: it <laughs> it's good to see the trust get the hardware from the same place SGC does
1: <laughs> you're going to get tired soon you should be looking behind you Well, there are other ways of disabling the hyperdrive.
0: Yeah, if you can't hack the computer, shoot the crystals. <laughs> I'm sure Daniel knows enough about how this ship works
1: not to blow the damn thing up. Oh, it's not cloaked anymore.
4: Sir, we have something. Definitely a ship. Bearings 157 by 229. 500,000 kilometres. Battle stations.
1: On
2: intercept
4: course. Yes, sir. General
2: O'Neill, this is Prometheus. Go ahead. Looks like Doctor Jackson pulled it off, sir. We have them on our screens, and we are moving in. Understood.
1: Blow it up quickly. Yes. And suddenly we're in. We must be in battle stations. We changed to a blue bulb.
0: <laughs> Never gets old, does it?
2: We've got a problem. I just monitored a sixty percent drop in our power consumption.
1: Cloak. Stay with her. <laughs>
0: Oh dear. Wow, the cloak uses 60% of the ship's power.
1: Oh, yeah. Blimey. (laughs) You don't need shields if you're invisible.
0: Unless, like Anubis, you know, he can find these cloak ships.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's him personally. Should have brought more than one person. Well, unfortunately
0: they can't, because the hand device only transports one person at a time.
1: Well, only if you're holding hands.
0: Oh. Oh, well, never mind. Good try,
4: Daniel. Get up to the bridge, get that cloak back online. Yes, sir. We're in weapons range, sir. They notice us yet? I don't think so. They seem to be operating at minimal power, no evasive maneuvers. What about the hyperdrive?
0: They could be bluffing you, mm-hmm. lowering you in.
4: General O'Neill, we have a problem. chef's cloak is down, sir, but Dr. Jackson is yet to confirm whether he has disabled the hyperdrive or not just give them a little more time right now sir they are sitting ducks if they spot us they can run and we won't be able to catch them we can't afford to let them get away general I recommend we open fire immediately
0: yes general mm. you're the boss make a decision
4: general please advise
0: and lose half of SG-1 If only me we had a tractor beam
2: mm.
0: or even grapplers you know like <laughs> the Enterprise had Big long piece of wire that can slinger out and capture it. I
1: thought that was more of a BSG thing.
0: No, the uh, original, the Enterprise series, not the Enterprise oh. Enterprise. Before their tractor beams, just had a big grappling hook. He woke up fast. <laughs> Company.
2: Where the hell did he come from?
1: He got the wrist device.
0: Just come from the toilet. <laughs> Are we collecting them? <laughs> We've got two of SG one.
1: Yeah, I've got two Daniel Jacksons. Can you trade? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I've got an annoying pilot who keeps Mm. bothering me about power
4: levels and everything (laughs) we need to get out of here now
2: yes
4: sir what about them we can't take them with us I don't mind going for a little ride me neither (laughs) sorry about this Dr. Jackson oh dear
0: income at last the gates activating and they're in the way (laughs) How cool would it have been if Mrs. at least Teal- one of them SG-1. got vaporised? Please respond.
2: This is Teal'c SG One. Repeat. This is Teal'c. Does anyone read? Repeat. Mrs. Teal- this is Teal'c. There's a We need your help. Come on through.
0: It's a man with glasses. Why don't you? God, she's got a kick on her, has not she?
1: <laughs> yeah, and through the centre of the chest. <laughs> oh, that's rather oh. more extreme than it's at.
0: Now that's why they have staff weapons. <laughs> Can be quite lethal if you aim correctly.
3: Somebody want to untie me? Cargo hold, what's happening down
0: there? Oh, she's in for a shock, isn't she?
3: Cargo hold, respond.
2: Jennings Hawkins, where the hell are
0: you? Okay, they've got a choice now: stop there or run for it. It's easier when you know the password. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've uh, powering up the hyperdrive.
0: Yep, what Pendergrass was afraid of because uh, Prometheus hasn't got a hyperdrive at the moment.
1: hmm
0: They do like the shadows. I like the fact that the trucks brought all their own art lamp. Probably says a lot about the lighting levels of a standard Guo chip. hmm
3: Get to the
1: gate. <laughs> yes, we're going to blow them up now. Shoot him, sod the general.
4: They're trying to run, sir. General O'Neill, They are powering up their hyperdrive. We are out of options. Can you disable the ship without destroying it?
2: I cannot give you any
4: guarantees.
0: Rather indecisive. I know he doesn't want to risk Sam or Daniel. But...
3: Sir, we're picking up a signal coming from inside the ship. What is it? Locator beacon, sir. Same frequency.
2: Lock on the signal activate transport beam.
3: Beam activated. Oh.
0: interesting you pull towards you to accelerate hmm.
3: ship's gone sir
1: cargo bay report
0: <laughs> did we get them? this
3: is cargo bay. Yeah.
4: We have the gate sir as well as Colonel Carter and Dr. Jackson
0: so where did he come from
4: <laughs> acknowledged General O'Neill
1: it looks like you are right we have the gate and SG-1 aboard they are alive
4: that's good news bring them home yes sir
1: just a convenient detail which I left until last. (laughs) In the tradition of uh, leaving out important strategic information until it's no longer relevant, why don't they just beam the gate and the crew back into position? (laughs) You know, they can radio.
0: They probably will, let's not worry about how the gate gets back.
1: ...forage without visible guards for the
4: first time, I think.
3: Good news is, the gate is fully operational again. We can resume off-world missions immediately.
4: And the bad news is, the trust now has a fully functional ruled out cache.
3: We've installed jamming devices around the gate to prevent any locator beams from operating in the future.
2: What of the Toker poison?
3: Well, they left most of it behind, but they still have enough to wipe out at least half a dozen glow-old worlds.
2: In retrospect, maybe you should have destroyed the ship when you had the chance. Yeah.
4: Tough choice.
0: See now, the gate has magically reappeared before all it was was painted out by the CGI department. Which tells you exactly uh, how big that prop is. Yep. You know, when it's easier to paint out in post production. With a hyperdrive shuttle, you can go to pretty much any planet in this galaxy.
1: Hmm. I wonder what they use for fuel.
0: Yes, yeah, so they've never really covered that, have no, they?
1: No. Probably something Nakuida based. Cool, well, there are a based tech.
0: Yeah. And that was Endgame, the unofficial second part to Affinity. And beyond? Well, it, might have been intre- <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it might have been interesting if they'd actually played them back to back and seen how the uh how it had gone.
1: Indeed. That was endgame. I have absolutely no notes or anything to hand. <laughs> uh, next <laughs> week we have a Stargate Atlantis episode. Effective I know which one, and I don't have the blurb handy. I am rapidly building a tower of uh, non functional PCs. <laughs> yes, yeah, so next week, the first
0: of mid season two parts of Stargate Atlantis, the Storm.
1: Oh, the Storm and then I Featuring oh, that I do know about because I actually did prep work for his recording, which, which then didn't work.
0: <laughs> Little synopsis for the storm. A storm covering 20% of Lantia that strikes every 20 to 30 years is brewing and is heading straight for the mainland, then Atlantis. As most of the expedition takes shelter on Mineria, a small group stays behind to work out how to save the city. Unfortunately, a Genai strike team, led by Commander Actuus Collier, Yay. who I watched in the James Bond movie, Licence to Kill, a couple of days ago. Sanchez! Plan to seize Atlantis for the supplies the expedition promised them, then takes everyone prisoner. That's an excellent first part of a 2 part To Look forward to recording that, hopefully with a guest, but we'll see how that works out.
1: Yes. Did you realise that Miss Moneypenny from Skyfall was also the girl in 28 Days Later? No, I didn't. Neither did I until I was in a friend's house and he was watching BBC News, and she was doing promotion for Skyfall and it came up. I was like, oh, that was horror. That's something I meant to ask you, Mike. Are you going to do an SGA and an SG1 poll, or are you just going to combine the whole thing into one chunky one? For what? The season. We normally do his favourite episode of the season poll.
0: In three or four months? <laughs> Remind me.
1: <laughs> in three or four months? Well, in two months I'll be in the States. But Let me know if you want to record ahead, because I'm going to be yeah. a commutator for at least three weeks. Right, yeah. Well, when do you, when do you go? you of to
2: Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What?
4: I like the yellow ones.
2: Never mind.
0: OK, then, we got a little bit of feedback on the Facebook page from last week's episode, Home. Kicked off with Brad. Recording went so much better with my new mic, better than trying to do it on the road. Yes, serious investment to get goof. <laughs> Good portable kit for live recording on the move. It was a failed attempt to record
3: on the road, but the mic works well on my PC.
1: Tonight, Michael, I shall be Jeff Woolsey. I was disappointed with this episode. It was nice to see the outside lives of the characters, but the plot seemed like a bad retread.
0: There were some elements I liked, but yes, it lacked a lot of depth. But enjoy seeing Don and Garwin.
1: It stands out it was one of the very few mere episodes of any of the shows.
0: It was good to see Noreen back in witness protection, living with you. At least we know one of the Tolans survived. Again, Earth-based show equals not so good. Miles also contributed to this thread. It was great seeing Don Davis. No one wouldn't see much of him after this anymore. It gave a spot-on performance as an alien with the bazaars of General Hammond. Yeah, this theme has been explored before in sci-fi genre, but I thought SGA did a good job with it and made an enjoyable episode. I concluded, agreed, for a season one episode not directly tied to the Atlanteans or the Wraith, it could have died a standalone death, but I think it worked thanks to good secondary casting. In this case, even though it was a little grey area, having Hammond instead of Jack made a lot of sense. And... Now I'm on the payroll. I supplied special comments for the episode. Yes,
1: because we all know, Brad, you're special.
0: <laughs> special comments, that's what we like. <laughs> I'm a special boy.
1: Was that an attempt at a Southern American accent?
0: I'm not sure what it was. But... Uh, yeah, that, I don't know what that was. <laughs>
1: that's
0: just quite I can do that. But... that didn't
1: happen. Yeah.
0: If you do want to get in touch with us, then you can do so via any of the feedback methods on the Gatecast website, which can be found at gatecast.co.uk. We are also on Google Plus, Facebook, and Stitcher Internet Radio. Search for Stargate or Gatecast. On Twitter, we are listed as The Gatecast, which is one word. We are also listed on iTunes, so if you fancy leaving a review or rating, that would be most appreciated. Our email address is gatecastpodcast at gmail.com, so there are plenty of ways to talk to us. We would love to hear from you about Stargate, Gatecast, and all the associated subjects.
1: That was that. Big Zilla. Endgame. You're going to leave that in as stated, aren't you?
0: No, let's record that again.
1: I lied. And that was Endgame. Thank you for downloading and listening.
0: Yep, thanks for joining us, folks. Next week, the Stargate Atlantis episode of The Storm. Until then, take care, and we'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever.